0: Hello everyone, this is Easy Natural English with Liam, an English learning podcast where I talk to you with no script and no editing so you can get used to English in a natural way. And today I'm going to talk a bit about why reading in English is very important, that is for English learners, and also a bit of advice about how to do it so first off um you've probably heard me talk about uh stephen krashen before um, he is a linguist and um, in the think late late 1970s he came up with a theory about language learning called the input hypothesis so before that a lot of people um, when it came to studying languages or acquire, acquiring language and acquire means to get, um, especially used for like getting knowledge. So when we say acquire a language, it means yeah becoming able to speak and write that language. So before uh, Stephen Krashen's uh, hypothesis and before he put out this uh, report, a lot of people were really focused on output. So they would uh, teach the student something and then make them practice it and then say, okay, the, you know, the student knows that thing now or the language learner knows that thing now, that, that grammar or whatever point it was they were learning. And uh, Stephen Krashen said that uh, language doesn't work this way. And this is because if we think about our mother tongue, our native language, all of us learnt and speak our native language unconsciously. So in, in our minds, there is this kind of conscious knowledge. And conscious means uh, something you're doing on purpose, you know, something you're trying to do, trying to think about. You're really using your brain. And then there's unconscious knowledge and unconscious is um, you know something you're not doing on purpose you're not uh, you know for example when you breathe that's unconscious i mean you can breathe consciously you can say okay breathe in (sighs) okay breathe out (sighs) that's me consciously breathing but normally we do it unconsciously you know without thinking so language is like that language is unconscious Um, Just like recognizing somebody's face, you know, if I ask you, um, for example, when you look at people from different countries, especially people from your own country, because you know that type of face very well, then you might be able to say, oh, he's definitely, uh, for example, he's definitely British. I can see from his face he's British, you know, he's definitely not French, he's definitely not German, that's a British guy, I can tell. I know because of his face. And if you say why, I can't explain to you why. I just know it. So, you know, for example, I live here um, in Japan. And, you know, now because I've lived in Japan for a long time, it's very easy for me to tell the difference or to see the difference between a Chinese person, a Japanese person, a Korean person. You know, I can usually tell which country they come from. But uh, most Europeans, if they're not used to, um, like to being around Asian people, they cannot see the difference. So they don't have this kind of unconscious knowledge. So, yeah, language is like this. You know, you just know something. Maybe uh, if it's your own language, you don't know why you know it. You know, so if, you know, all languages have grammar rules, but usually... Yeah, when it's our own language, we don't know the rules or we don't think about the rules, we just speak. So, of course, like now I'm talking to you in my native language, English, I'm not thinking about, you know, am I using the correct tense or words? I'm just speaking, you know, I just have ideas and it comes out. So Stephen Krashen was very focused on learning languages um, as much as possible in an unconscious way, the same way you learn your own language. And he said that a very good way to do that is by reading. So I always talk about in my podcast that you know listening is very important, and it definitely is because you also need to get used to the sound of a language. But I do think that reading English will really, really improve. Uh, your speaking skills, your understanding skills, everything. So the reason that reading is a bit different from listening is because um, you really have to process the information. You know, you really um, like when you're listening to my voice now, you might be like understanding my message. But um, if I asked you to repeat what I just said, you might be like, "Uh, which preposition did he use? Which uh, grammar did he use? So when you're reading, you know, you're basically copying those sentences in your mind. So it's a bit like language shadowing. So language shadowing is when you listen to somebody and then you copy everything you say. And it's like this information has to kind of pass through you. So when you're reading, instead of just, uh, you know, very passively taking in information. You're kind of more actively taking in the information and you're kind of repeating these sentences in your mind. And what this will do is it will get your brain to start to um, be familiar or be used to the patterns in, in, in the English language. So you'll be learning um, you know, which words connect together. So there are just some words that we always put together. There are some words that you always see in the same sequence. These are called collocations. And usually, when someone sounds unnatural in a language, it's because they're putting the wrong words together. You know, native speakers will always put this word with this other word. But um, yeah, when you're not a native to the language, you're probably translating from your language and saying something more unnatural. So reading will help you to start to get used to all these words that should go together. They'll get you used to sentence structure. And also, I know a lot of students get frustrated that um, they can only make short sentences. And they say, oh, I can't. I want to explain something more difficult, but I can't make long sentences And if you read more, then you'll get better at making long sentences because most written language is uh, long sentences. (laughs) So, you know, when you read a novel or somebody's biography, there's lots and lots of long sentences. Most of them will be long. Um, So it can get you used to the kind of uh, structures that you need to use or the kind of... um, I uh, can't think of what the correct word is now, but words for like joining sentences together, um, that kind of thing, will be uh, yeah very valuable to your English learning experience. So I read a lot in Japanese. Uh, I'm studying Japanese, and I, of course, I try to listen a lot to Japanese as well. Every day, I listen to Japanese podcasts, or movies, TV shows, uh, YouTube channels, lots of things. But I also make sure to read a lot every day, and uh, because of this, I understand that some of you might not want to read because it's um, a bit takes more effort than just watching. You know like you might watch a TV show in English and that is definitely a good way to study and um, I know that that's like easier. You know there are some days when I want to study Japanese but all I want to do is watch some uh, like anime or watch some movies and I don't really feel like reading but I push myself to read. I open up a Japanese novel and you know Uh, Once I actually get started, I do find it very enjoyable. I just think starting is a bit hard. Sometimes you think, oh, I'm going to have to get my dictionary out. I'm going to have to look things up and it's going to be a bit difficult. But it's always a very valuable experience. And I find the more that I read in Japanese, um, like the longer sentences I can make, the more I understand like nuance and different uses of grammar and things. So personally, I've found that this has really worked for me. Um, as well. So um, one last thing I want to talk about is, uh, yeah, when you're reading, like how often should you look things up? So um, Stephen Krashen, the linguist that I mentioned at the beginning, he said that something that is very important in language acquisition is to just do a bit of guessing. So if you read a sentence, which um is something he referred to as uh, I plus one. So I means your level of understanding and plus one means one new piece of information. So it could be one new word or one new grammar structure. Um, So if you have a sentence where, you know, for example, there are 10 words uh, in the sentence and you don't understand five or six of these words, that sentence is like too difficult for you to understand at the moment. So uh, Crashin would recommend just ignoring that sentence. Like that sentence is too difficult. Just ignore it, just skip that sentence, have a look at the next sentence. And ideally you want sentences where you can understand everything except uh, one thing in that sentence. So if you can understand, um, you know, nine of those words and there's one word you don't understand, you can probably guess what that means because you know all the other words and your brain can kind of fill in the gaps. So if you try to read a book and you find that like every sentence is really difficult and you can't really understand it, then that book is probably too difficult for you and it's probably better to choose something a bit easier. But then if you're understanding like 100% of the book, then that means, you know, the amount left for you to learn is zero percent. So you want something where you can understand about 80, maybe 70, 80 percent. And then, you know, the rest of it, you can kind of guess the meaning and maybe occasionally you can check a dictionary. But don't check the dictionary too much because it makes the process really boring and hard and then you'll probably just give up soon. So, um, yeah, it's good to look up words or search for words if you feel like you've seen them before or heard them before. So if you hear, like if you read a word and you think, ah, they used that word in the last chapter too, then you should probably check what that word means because it's uh, probably important for this story or it's probably a common word. And if it's a common word, then you should definitely be uh, trying to remember that. But if you look up every word, You might be looking up words that people don't really use and you know it's like a rare word and it's kind of just yeah slowing down you it's like slowing you down from uh, learning words that would be more useful for you so yeah um, that's sort of my advice about what to do uh, when looking up words so that's um, pretty much all I wanted to say about uh, reading. I'm going, I, so I have a Patreon page where people pay a monthly amount of money to support me. And also on there, you can hear bonus podcast episodes. And on my Patreon page, uh, I'm going to put uh, my top 10 books for learning English because I know when, um, when you're looking for books to read, It's sort of hard to know where to start, so I'm going to, on my Patreon page, yeah, I'm going to post an episode um, telling the, saying the top 10 books I think are good for learning English, so I'll start with some easier ones and also give some more difficult ones too, so you'll be able to find one uh, for your level. So if you'd like to hear that, then you'll have to join my Patreon page, and there is a link for that below the episode, so come and take a look. Uh, Also, I have a YouTube page where I post videos, uh, mostly teaching phrases and things. So check that out as well. If you haven't before, there's a link below the podcast. If you like the podcast, please um, give it a five star rating and write a review on any apps where you can do that. Like, for example, Apple Podcasts. Uh, For now, that's everything. So thank you all very much for listening. I hope you try to read some books soon because I think you'll find it very valuable. And uh, until next time, have a great weekend.